Blog Talk Radio. Good evening and welcome to Monergy Life. This is Robert Fisher, your host. And I'm so pleased tonight to be talking with Ludovic Bosan and Charlotte Kelberin, who have started the Sharanam Yoga Project. You know, this is a very exciting thing to do, to bring yoga to some of the most underserved and vulnerable communities in the world. And beginning very soon, probably in the next month, uh, these two yoga Uh, teachers will be going to parts of South America, Asia, Africa, and Europe to serve vulnerable populations, such as trauma victims, victims of violence, along with those suffering from addiction and depression. Um, Hold on, here they are. Is that you, Ludovic? Hi, Rob. Yes, that's me. How are you? Welcome to Monergy Life. Thank you. I'm I'm doing great. What about Very you? Very good. I was just I'm doing great also. I was just introducing you and Charlotte to our listeners. And you know, as I think about what you're doing and as we find out more about the Sharanam Yoga project, uh, you know, just looking at what you're doing with the backdrop of world events. I I just want to say I'm very inspired and impressed by what you're doing. And I'm sure that my listeners are too. What you're doing is very selfless and to try and help vulnerable populations around the world. Wow. How much more aspirational can you get? Really? Thank you very much, Rob. It's, um, it's, it's actually uh, thanks to, Seen so many supportive uh, people uh, like you that uh, that we find the energy to to do it. Well, I'm sure that our listeners are curious, just as I am, as to how you and Charlotte hatched this idea, or how did you get this idea to bring yoga to these vulnerable communities? Um, I, w- I will. Uh, talk for the both of us because Charlotte will actually join the call, but in um, in a few a uh, few minutes. Um, okay. But I will I will say that it's um, a combination of of a few different uh, things. Um, the first one is uh, that uh, when we met uh, Charlotte and I, we realized that we had some common interests. Uh, into uh, maybe making Yes, this is Charlotte. Oh, perfect. Apologies so nice for the you. few minutes of delay. Oh, no problem. Thank you so much for calling in. Please continue, Ludovic. We have Charlotte on the line as well. Um, so, yes, I was saying that really this project... Um, came uh, from a, a few different uh, things. The first uh, one that is that when we met, we both realized that uh, we wanted to change our uh, careers um, to make a more positive impact. Um, the second one is that we uh, both have a yoga practice and that in different ways, uh, yoga has really transformed our lives. Um, 
And um, the third one is that we have, uh, both of us have been uh, traveling and, and living in very different cultures and communities around the world. And it was something that we wanted to continue doing. So we basically tried to bring uh, those uh, three um, uh, wishes and those uh, three things together. And that's how the project uh, was born. So you say you were living in, in other cultures. Uh, can you give me some examples of where you and Charlotte have been living um, before you came to the U.S.? Um, on my side, I um, have been living in quite a few places. Uh, my father was an expat, so I've been uh, moving around um, uh, every two to four years as a kid, visiting um, uh, Togo, Kenya, Italy, Pakistan, uh, France, and then uh, as a working professional, I continued traveling and living in uh, Dubai, uh, Lebanon, uh, then to New York. Wow. And, um, Why? Uh, you're yeah, pretty good. No, 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 I was saying that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I also lived in many different places, not for the same reasons, but uh, mainly to study and to work. I lived in Norway, in London, in the UK. I lived in Singapore, in Asia. I spent quite a lot of time in South America. And um, and so, yeah, that's complementary countries to the one that Ludo lived in, but still extensive traveling. <laughs> Wow, you guys have really lived in some exotic places, I have to say. And um, so what's your impression of the United States now at this time that you're living here? I know we're going through an awful lot, but it, it must be interesting to hear about your impressions because you've lived in so many other cultures. You know, what's your take on the United States right now? Personally, I think that, I mean, I'm speaking about New York because that's where we have been living for almost five years, but um, that's one of the unique place, places on earth where you can find all the different cultures and nationalities and um, backgrounds. And so for someone like myself who has been exposed to different countries and cultures, um, it's almost like I could live that again in one single city. So it's pretty unique. Right. Uh, New York is certainly unique in the United States, that's for sure. You know, there are times that I feel like we're living in a separate country <laughs> than the United States. Yes, yes exactly, exactly. In New York. Um, and I, I think that what you're trying to do to bring yoga to these other parts of the world, why choose yoga? Why did you pick yoga to bring to these vulnerable communities around the world? Um, if I, I'm going to start maybe with a piece of, of answer, and Charlotte, please jump in or, or add anything you want. Um, I, I would say because of, first of all, our personal experience uh, of how yoga transformed us, how yoga transformed our lives, uh, we, we realized that it was 
a very potent tool and and that at any level uh, it could really help um, uh, people that uh, were uh, in need and initially we were absolutely not familiar with the yoga service uh, ecosystem so we basically did a bit of research and we discovered uh, that actually uh, a lot of yoga teachers as well as researchers have been conducting a lot of experience to try to see what were the benefits of yoga on some uh, very um, difficult life circumstances and we discovered that there was basically tools that were inspired from the I would say traditional yoga practice that were adapted to help people uh, living with either PTSD or any kind of other symptoms from once you've lived traumatic events and discovering this was really uh, eye-opening for us because it was for us the opportunity to to basically share something we love something that had a transformative effect on us but to do it to the people who need it the most and who can who can access it who doesn't have access to it right well could you could you give our listeners an idea as to how both you uh, Ludovic and Charlotte, you as well. Could you give us some examples for those listeners who aren't familiar with yoga, who, are, who aren't really in a regular practice? How did yoga transform your lives? Um, all right, so I'm going to share a very personal story. Um, I, a, couple of year, a couple of years ago, I was um, really facing tough time with uh, eating disorders and so I discovered yoga somehow as a way to um, have a new uh, workout routine into exercise so very much about the physical aspect of the practice and actually stepping into my first few classes and speaking to the practice um, yoga showed me um, I would say a new way to or actually open my eyes on how I was treating my body, show me a, a new way to do it, and also taught me that my mind and my thoughts were often involved in that, I would say, challenge in my life, and that I could have control over those thoughts to shift things around. And so after you know many years of practice, managed to heal from this uh, later struggle and that's that's i think the beauty of the practice and the implicit benefits and the transformational effects of the practice that can benefit many many different communities especially those who are vulnerable right and what about you, uh, Ludovic? How did uh, it, uh, how could you uh, share with us something that yoga transformed in your life? I guess um, on my side, it was it was more of a coming from uh, the mind aspect. Uh, I basically I was really struggling with a lot of uh, anxiety and uh, chronic stress uh, uh, a few years ago, and. Um, I feel I was very a uh, prisoner of my thoughts, my negative thoughts, 
they were basically always present and they were ruining my day-to-day life. And what I discovered through yoga is the ability not to identify with myself. Um, And really this took over a few years of practice and the patience of uh, doing it regularly and always being present. Uh, And I feel that I, I basically I feel free now. I feel free in my head, free in my body. I and and this has completely changed the way I approach any kind of challenge in life now. Well, I think that's great, and I could certainly relate to both of you. I've been taking one form of yoga or another for about ten years, and particularly with Kundalini yoga, which I've been doing for about seven years, I can't even tell you how powerful that is. And, you know, uh, I do it every morning, I would say for about 45 minutes uh, in my house. And uh, it really does set the tone for the day. And it completely changes your endocrine system, your nervous system to react to the events in a, in a different way. And it's a gradual process, as you guys both know, I'm sure. Um, so the fact that you want to bring this to different parts of the world where people are most in need of it, I think is really, really fantastic. Now, what's going to be your first stop? Where are you planning to go first, by the way? Before answering that question, Rob, I must say that uh, what you just described deeply resonates with me. Um, I started Kundalini Yoga seven years ago, I think, as well. I'm myself a Kundalini teacher, and I strongly believe that this practice is beyond powerful. And so I love to hear that, you know, you do that every morning and you feel the shift that happens as a result of a consistent intentional practice. Well, there is no doubt about that, Charlotte. And, you know, if you look at... um you know, the exterior world, world events, which I try not to focus on too much these days, the way it has changed in the last five years and the amount of information that people are expected to react to and process and the negativity of that information on the world stage has so shifted that I can't imagine living in this world without having that kind of a practice. I just can't even imagine what it would be like. (laughs) (laughs) I'm serious. Yeah, I trust you. Uh, (laughs) I'm with you. You know, and I think that's one of the reasons why, I don't know about the rest of the world, but in this country, they say that 25 or 30% of the population is on some form of antidepressants or anti-anxiety medication. And you could really see why when you look around, you know. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Uh, You know, because everyone experiences discomfort and pain in the face of certain things that happen in your life. This is normal. You know, you're not going to love everything that happens around you. Isn't that right, guys? No one's going to love that. But the way you respond to it, it can be so different. You could just observe it. You don't have to identify with these things. And you can almost look at it as a movie that's playing out in front of you. You know, because when you get too attached to some of these negative things, it gets internalized. And I think that's what yoga is designed to prevent when it's done on a regular basis. You start to see everything that happens around you in a totally different light. 
totally different perspective. Mm-hmm. That's, and that's, to relate that to the work that we're about to do, uh, bring yoga to people who have been exposed to trauma, often we get the comment or the question that, well, we are not therapists, right? So how can we help them if we are not prescribing them or, you know, any meds or if we don't follow them with a traditional therapy? I strongly believe that they both, I mean, come hand in hand, right? They work together. Um, how are you able to speak about what you're facing if you're not at all in tune with your emotions or in your body and vice versa? You cannot pretend that just yoga can cure or heal people with complex trauma, the, the yoga practice is a complement of that uh, traditional therapy. But, you know, as much as those two tools are powerful, they, together they become even more powerful, especially in the world that we live today. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, I think the idea is to give people the tools, you know, to practice and then, of course, it's up to them whether or not they're going to continue to practice. Nobody can take a gun to someone's head and force them to do yoga. They have to want to do it. And, you know, I think it's great that you're giving them a taste of what the benefits can be and you're exposing mm-hmm. them to some of the practice. And, you know, it's called practice for a reason because you have to keep doing it, <laughs> right? You, yeah, you have to. planting the seeds. Oh, yes. Right, right. So, I, uh, I, you know, I think, it's, I think it's great. And I think it's even more impressive what you're doing in, at, when you look at the world as a backdrop because, you know, there are a lot of people who are still on a certain track in their life where they feel they always have to do things that benefit themselves as opposed to stepping outside of themselves and trying to help other people. More and more people are taking the leap like you two and are stepping outside of themselves and helping other people. And I think one of the reasons that people are doing that is because there is a growing recognition in the world today of oneness, that we're all one spiritual entity. So when you help Mm -hmm. somebody else, you're actually helping yourself in a way. That's very true. You know, I think, yeah, you know, and the idea of oneness is, you know, it's, it's not something that's commonly accepted by people, but there's a growing number of people who recognize the fact that we're all one. And if that's the case, there's no reason not to treat people in the best possible way. And that includes everybody that you come into contact with. Um, and, and that's where the energy component comes into things, you know, because, the energy of your life is created by your interaction with everybody that you meet every day. And there's no avoiding that. It's, it's very true. And, and I think the, the biggest challenge for everyone to actually make that leap is, is that most of the biggest forces and influence of our society are trying to push us towards separateness of oneness. Or whatever, if it's governments or any big organization or uh, any kind of very like rooted cultures, we have too many examples of situations where we are influenced to separate ourselves instead of coming together. And this is what makes it really for someone who 
one day say, hey, I want to I want to help others and realize that the path to go there there actually sometimes very challenging and very difficult. Absolutely. I totally agree with you. So I, I want to get certain things um, available to our listeners. So one, um, after today, is your, you were doing crowdfunding. So what if our listeners, if some of the listeners to this show want to still contribute to your journey, how would they do that and where would they contact you? So we actually have a crowdfunding campaign uh, where they can uh, connect on a website where the address is www.sharanamyogaproject.org. And it's a crowdfunding page where they can donate um, whatever amount they wish so. And they can decide to either have their name features as a, as a donor, or they can stay anonymous, and and then those uh, amounts will uh, will go towards our project. Okay, could you repeat that again for our listeners, in case anybody wants to transcribe it again? Could you do it slowly, please? Sure. So it's three w dot sharanam s h a r a N A M mm-hmm. Yoga Project dot O R G. Okay, perfect. Thank you so much for that. Um, so, where is going to be? I'm excited to know, and I'm sure our listeners are too. Where is going to be your first stop on this journey? Um, our first stop will be France. So, starting with Great. our home home country. Uh, we'll go to, we'll settle in the south of France and we will work with um, three, four, four different populations, um, refugees, vulnerable women, incarcerated men and women, and children with cancer. That's our very first stop. Now, how did you make the connections in the countries that you're going to? in advance of this journey? How did you reach out to these people? Mm, great question. Um, it has been a combination of connections. Literally, especially living in New York, we met so many incredible people already um, acting in the field of yoga and social justice. Um, and um, even though they were based in the U.S. or in New York, they were able to connect us to um, many different peers outside and in different countries and especially the one that we are going to travel to and then it was also a combination of uh, our own research from Ludo spending hours uh, at one of the centers in New York that lists out a bunch of foundations and a bunch of non-profits and screening through that list and picking the one that have values that are aligned with our mission and intention. And then, you know, as you start to plant a seed for yourself, the trees start to grow. And so the more we were, like, being introduced and looking for organizations, the more those organizations organization themselves were able to connect us further to other organizations in different countries. Right. And um, are you planning to um, <clears throat> make videos along the way? 
or to um, chronicle this journey in any fashion, or are you just going to do it for the experience? Uh, yes, we're planning to, to document it. Um, I'm uh, actually a photographer myself, so I will get very involved into documenting our project uh, at different level, I think on a very uh, live, uh, short um, uh, aspect, uh, trying to be present on social media as well as our website with very um, uh, regular uh, updates of our day-to-day uh, work, the impact. But I'm also uh, trying to plan to create uh, two other projects. One will be more of an, I would say, an artistic slash documentary uh, photo uh, project where I want to do interviews of uh, the people we, we will be, uh, like portraits of the people we will be helping. Um, and in this case, uh, raise awareness about the cause and their living conditions. And then the other project will be to create a video documentary, a long video documentary about the entire 14 months journey that we can then put together at the end and that we hope we can maybe distribute and help again explain about our and the impact of the work we've been doing. Right. I think that's great. So you're going to be posting updates on the crowdfunding website, or is it a different website that people, people could uh, access? So it's going to be on the same address as the one I shared for the crowdfunding. It's just that the okay. content of the website will shift. It will not be a crowdfunding anymore in, uh, in a few weeks. Mm-hmm. It will transform okay. into, uh, into more of an official institutional website. Okay, great. Well, I, I, I love the way uh, this thing is flowing, and it feels very organic, too, you know, the, uh, the way you're doing it, because my sense of what you're saying is, you know, the experience and helping the people that you are uh, going to be interacting with is the number one priority, and documenting it is really sort of a byproduct of what you're doing, which I, is the way I think it should be. Um, and... Uh, I think you guys are in for an incredible experience, you know, in terms of just the people that you're going to meet and, the, and you know, just the, the human experience of, of traveling. As you both know, I don't have to tell you, uh, that traveling to places that are outside of your culture is probably the most interesting and, uh, you know, provides the greatest opportunity for growth and learning of anything. So when you... Uh, when you include the fact of what you're doing and the people you're going to be meeting, I think you're up for a really incredible experience. And this is what I meant when I said earlier that when you go outside of yourself and try to help people, whether you like it or not, you, you get, you learn and you gain from it as well. That's not the reason you're doing it, but it comes back to you. Um, yeah, I think that's the way I'm it works. Sure we, yeah. I'm sure we will be, deeply transformed, and I hope as much as we can facilitate the transformation of the people we will be serving. Right. So let's see. Uh, and let's let's yeah. talk again in 14 months. <laughs> well, uh, you know, uh, it might be interesting to, uh, to call in because, uh, you know, to sort of check in. If you're up for it, I'm, I'm making this offer you know, every couple of months, if you want to do another show and share with our listeners 
what you've experienced so far. I would love that. It's up to you, of course. Um, the, uh, all you need is a phone. an amazing opportunity. Yeah, and I think it would be great to do that every couple of months. So I think we should we should plan on that because I think that the listeners that I have would be very very interested in the progress of what you're doing. Uh, uh, that would be so, fantastic, Rob. Uh, we'll be very excited to to be part of this. Right, and it would allow us to be part of what you're doing too, which I think you know not everybody can do what you're doing. It takes a great deal of courage. It takes You know, it takes intention. Oh. It takes a, a, a real focus and intention to plan this and do it. And uh, so a lot of people listening would like to share that with you as you go along. Listen, we're running out of time really fast. It's been such a pleasure to have the two of you on and to learn more about the Sharanam Yoga Project. When are you, uh, when are you uh, off to France? When are you leaving? Uh, we'll be off to France in uh, early October, right? And we'll stay there for uh, for two and a half months, and then we will uh, go to Cape Town in South Africa. Great. Well, hopefully, we'll be in touch during this journey and hear more from Charlotte and Lyric on the Sharanam Yoga Project. For any listeners who want to contribute to the crowdfunding, it's www.sharanamyogaproject.org. And uh, you can still help them along with the journey and also check on the progress of the journey as time goes on. It's been a great experience to have you guys on the show. I really enjoyed it, and I'm sure our listeners have as well. Um, let me wish you guys the best of luck. And thank you, uh, Charlotte, and thank you, Ludovic, for appearing on Mother G Life. Have a great evening, everybody. Thank, thank you very much to you as well, Rob. Uh, it was really great to be able to share a bit about our story, and uh, and we look forward to uh, to having other uh, calls together. Likewise. Sounds thank terrific. You, Rob. Uh, my pleasure, and have a great evening, everybody, and thank you for listening to Mother G Life. Good night. Good night.